You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so that we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 73 of the Digital Barbell Podcast. Hope you're having a great day so far. Coming at you today with another episode of Monday Motivation. I'm a little bit anxious about this episode because it's personal, but I thought my story might resonate with some people and give them some hope. I was driving 70 miles an hour in heavy traffic when I had my first panic attack. I could feel my body temperature coming to a boil. My vision was narrowing in and getting black all around the edges. My heart was pounding through my shirt. I had no idea what was happening inside me, but I knew I didn't like it and I was terrified. I managed to get the car onto the shoulder and catch my breath. I was exhausted. Luckily, Blakely was right by my side, as she often is, and took over the driving for the rest of the trip. Around this time, which was about 11 years ago, I was having other unexplained health problems too. Over six months, I lost about 20 pounds. The problem was that I didn't lose it on purpose. Every day would start and end with a painful stomach ache. My digestion was a wreck, and my doctor and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. It wasn't celiac, it wasn't dairy, and it wasn't too many beans or beers. Every test came up negative. Cue my second panic attack. I hope you've never had a panic attack. It's a super scary experience. And I'm pretty sure the conditions of my second one rank up there pretty high on the list of places you definitely don't want to have one. I was getting a haircut. That thin fabric sheath that they drape across your chest might as well have been an ironclad straitjacket. The experience was 20 times worse than my first one. I honestly wondered if I was dying from a heart attack. Blakely was running errands during my appointment. By the time she picked me up, I was exhausted, spent. I was done. All I wanted to do was curl up under a blanket and hit the skip button to the next day. On the surface, everything looked hunky-dory. We owned a successful real estate business, lived in a nice house, had a great supportive group of friends. Why was I losing weight and having anxiety attacks? Why was my physical body letting me down? It didn't make sense. It was right around this time that there were some super heavy things going on behind the scenes. My parents were divorcing after being married for over 30 years. The whole situation was a mess and I got wrapped up in it. Things got bad, stress was high, and there were more than one late night phone calls that made my heart pound as soon as I saw the caller ID. Looking back, I was in a pretty bad way. Through prayer, talking with a therapist and a psychiatrist, we figured out what was going on. Guess what was at the root of my stomach issues? Guess what doesn't show up in the camera on an endoscopy or a colonoscopy? Guess what can bring waves of heat and panic over your physical body? Your mind. Maybe this isn't breaking news to some of you, but it was for me. The constant underlying stress and anxiety I was letting control my mind was breaking down my physical body, literally. 
I was doing something that we all probably tend to do, but I was taking it to the extreme. I was taking on more than I could handle mentally. I was breaking a rule that I now work really hard to try and keep in check. I was letting things outside of my control take over my life. It's hard when you're a people pleaser by nature and when you can't help but get some of your value in trying to make sure everyone else is okay. But it wasn't until I kept practicing letting go of things that I have no control over that my anxiety started to taper off and I could finally eat a meal without fear of ending up in pain. If you know me, you know I still have the heart of a servant. My job is literally to help others with things that they're struggling with. But both personally and professionally, I've learned that I can't take control of someone else's life and fix them. I can't bear the weight of their struggles if I have no control over their behavior. I can only support, guide, coach, and provide loving accountability to my friends and clients while leaving space for what is in my control and trying to let go of what isn't in my control. It's a process, though. It's not as simple as just doing it. And I'd be lying if I said I was doing this whole let go of what you can't control thing perfectly. Even though I haven't had a full-blown panic attack since that fateful haircut, I've felt those feelings of anxiety start to creep back in more than a few times. I have to keep coming back to what keeps me grounded, my faith. I can't do any of this stuff on my own, which is actually convenient since I don't have to. Even spending just a few minutes every morning in the Word, praying, journaling, and getting my mind right helps me immensely. I rely on the support and honest feedback that Blakely gives me. She can see the signs of stress creeping in before I can most times. I work hard not to dwell on the problems in my life that are out of my control. Staying away from the comments section of news articles and chronic Facebook abusers goes a long way in bringing my anxiety down. When I encounter a serial complainer, I listen and sympathize, but I don't engage or worse yet, take on their drama that I can't even control. And you probably won't be surprised by the last way that I help keep my anxiety in check. I prove to myself that I'm strong and capable in mind and body by doing hard things voluntarily. I train. I push myself. Training makes me stronger, not just the strength of my muscles, but my mind. A panic attack is a terrifying thing to go through. You feel helpless, weak, and afraid. That fear feeds into a loop that intensifies the terror of what's happening in the first place. But knowing that I can push myself to my limits at will without breaking shows me that I'm stronger mentally than I give myself credit for. Are bench presses and burpees the cure-all for anxiety? I don't think so, but I know that they can help. I know the confidence you gain from doing hard things carries over into your whole life. If you've ever had a panic attack in the past, I'm sorry. If you struggle with anxiety, I get it. If you tend to take on more than you can handle, I'm like you. Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Are there things you're wearing yourself out with mentally and physically that you have no control over? Let them go. Use that energy to focus on things that will actually serve you. Are you burning yourself out or building up anxiety and online nonsense that you could do without? Let it go. Are you taking advantage of the mental benefits of doing hard things like training and burpees? You should be. If you'd like to share your experience with anxiety, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email at jonathan at digitalbarbell.com. Have a great day, friends. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. 
Be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell for all of the latest and greatest free content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we'd love to talk. Apply for coaching with the link in the description of this episode or by visiting digitalbarbell.com. We'd love to talk about helping you reach your goals with a training and nutrition program built just for you. Thanks again and have a great day.